So let's talk about why most leadership training plans don't work. And I know that sounds kind of weird coming from a leadership podcast, but don't worry, I got you covered. At the end of the podcast, I'll give you a great four-step framework about why they don't work. But the thing is, is you, you need to be trained. You need to continue training, developing, learning new things, reading new things. But why don't most of, why doesn't most of it stick? Why is there still this huge disconnect between what what people say at work are super important with feedback and leadership and development. About 70 to 75% of people say they don't get it. But when you poll companies, they will tell you at that exact same percentage that it's important that they do it. So what is the disconnect? That is what I'm going to explain to you coming up next. You found the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast, where we talk about all things leadership because leadership isn't just what you do, it's who you are. So we help to make you a better leader, help keep your sanity and make your team better so you make more money. So every week we talk about a different topic that helps you do all those things. So hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Tell all your colleagues and friends and let's get a discussion going on how we can grow together as better leaders. All right, welcome back to the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast. We just got ranked number nine on Feedspot's 100 Leadership Podcasts to follow in 2023. So we really appreciate that shout out from Feedspot. Some great podcasts are on there, so you really should uh, check out the list. I'll put the link in the show notes so you guys can check it out. So getting to the topic at hand, talking about why don't most leadership training programs, if you will, or whatever you want to call them, classes, why don't they stick? Why don't they, why don't they change anything? And the, the thing is, there's so many things involved with it that it almost makes sense that it doesn't because there, there's really a lot of things in the way, obviously. So I want to get into some things of why we have problems with it and, and what, but internally for you as, as the user, you're the one trying to change. Why don't you change? And then kind of lastly, we'll get into a good or four-step framework that will really implement the changes you're looking for because the, the thing, this is the rub. It's like, we got to get so much stuff done at work. And at the same time, we know this is a key, a key component of growth for our team, growth for ourselves, growth for our company, but it always takes a back seat because of the urgent fires in front of us. So we have this really ongoing perpetuating issue of I've got to develop my people. I got to develop myself, which is by the way, one of the last things leaders focus on is themselves, but they, 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 they put it on the back burner and then Inevitably, something will come up. You guys get sent to some kind of class, some kind of certification. And, and honestly, a lot of them are really, really good. But you go and you do the you do the course, do the class, whatever. And then a couple of months later, it's like you never went. It sounded great and it didn't happen. So when you think about, well, why is that? If we're investing in it, we know we need it. You enjoy it when you do it. But why isn't it? And here's here's the hard reality of why why they don't stick. Number one, do do you have to change? I mean, the whole point of gaining new knowledge, particularly in the leadership realm of of how to train people, how to develop people, how to develop yourself, all that. You're talking about change. You're talking about changing something, someone, something, some behavior. But do you have to? 
In other words, like when you think about your evaluation and you say, yeah, oh, they've continued their learning or, or they continue to look for new ways to do things or however it's worded. There's always something like that on an evaluation. But did you have to? Yeah, you get credit for going. But if there's no have to change, you're probably not gonna. And you, so if you think about any behavior change in your life, it usually became, it usually happened because you had to change. That's why you changed. You, either something internally you wanted to or you realized finally there's no way to achieve what you want to achieve if you don't change. So that's number one. Do you even have to change? Number two, is it mandated? There are many, many companies that say you must go learn this and it's checking off a box. It's not really something you're interested in, something you like. And honestly, when it's a mandated thing, even if it's something that's good for you, you automatically have some dismissive points about it because they're making you do it. So that right there can, can really hamper even just your participation, your, your wanting to do it, your wanting to use any of it, all of that, if it's mandated. Or how about you, you, you do some good training, but it isn't even relevant to what you do. So if it's hardcore sales, and you see so much of this on the internet where you know, every every person's a, they're a bodybuilder and they're doing this and they're doing that, but they're in sales and you know all, you know the whole sales spiel of how to get sales. And quite honestly, you probably need to do that if you're in sales, but it might not exactly translate into leadership development. It might not translate into developing somebody on a personal level. So if the training doesn't have relevance to what you actually do, it's probably going to be a waste of time. I would say the number one reason most training doesn't stick is the leader, your leader isn't doing it, the person you report to or the person they report to. So it, it, it almost feels like a lie because they're not living it. But yet here they are saying, hey, go do this or, or you're seeing something and knowing it could make everything better. Better, but it's it's really, you know, unfortunately in most business, it's monkey see, monkey do. If your leadership's not doing it, it's very, very rare somebody will still be that way. Like Ted Lasso, you know, whether you need to or not, whether you they, they are that way or not, it is very, very rare for you to be that way if they're not that way. And the other thing is, this is, and this is really kind of a hard one, the results are not a P&L line item. You can't see it on a profit and loss statement. At first, now six months, a year later, you and your team change your behavior on some things and all of a sudden some good things happen. Well, yeah, you can say that six months from now, but you can't say it next week, maybe not even next month. And you're, that's usually what derails you is from anything. If you don't see immediate results, it's kind of like going to the gym if, you, if you're, you're a person that doesn't normally go, and even if you go a week, you're probably not going to see uh, improvement. In fact, because you haven't been going, you're probably going to be sore at first, and you're going to think this is worthless because you don't see something right in front. And the ultimate reason is time. Again, like I said, there's so many pressures, so many goals, so many things you got to do that the time, the rub of getting the things done you have to, to earn your paycheck versus this stuff you know you need to do, but it doesn't. Like I said, it doesn't show up in the PL. It doesn't change much at first. So are you going to give it the time it deserves? So a couple of questions you got to answer here when it comes to developing yourself or developing others is what are you really trying to change? You got to get clear on this. Like what has to change? What is a problem? If you're getting training in something, if you're looking for answers, you have to know the reason why. Like what has to change? Because there's this huge fear of the unknown or paying your team to guess on what to to do or how to change. And if you haven't defined what, what, why, what are, you, what are you trying to change at all? What are you trying to get out of it? It won't make sense because there's just, just a tremendous amount of self-doubt on, again, if you can't see 
immediate results is this even worth investing in? So is it really even real that you can get past that doubt to do it? Or is this just going to be the quote unquote new you that, that you're going to read a book or go to a class and then all of a sudden the next day at work, you're completely different and everybody's supposed to believe you're different and all of that. That doesn't really work because you think about that saying the best apology is changed behavior. Well, that doesn't mean like for a day or a week. It means like you truly have changed and you're not that person anymore. So it can't be about the new you. Or is accountability not your friend? Meaning if you're talking about behavior changes, leadership changes, but there's really no self-accountability, there's no team accountability for it, then it's not going to stick. Like if it doesn't become part of your team's DNA, if you will, then it's not going to happen. Most people will, will defer to keeping the peace, keeping the status quo because it's easier rather than having some of those deep conversations when you think, hey, we do need to change. We do need to do something different in order to achieve what we want to achieve. Because if you're talking about going to different levels of anything, whether it's a one-off relationship, whether it's your entire business, you can't stay the same of whatever it is you are. You can't just operate exactly as you did yesterday or last week or last month. And so what behaviors are going to change? And if if there if you can't identify that, then you got to start thinking what what are you going to do differently? You're not going to achieve different results doing the same thing. So what actually creates change? It's behavior. And I think well you're probably saying well no, no kidding, but what I'm talking about is your behavior, your daily behavior. When when I talk about to to you know groups or managers wherever I'm coaching about vision statements, for example, everybody, you know, we're talking about visions and missions and things like that. Well, you, you have to, once you get past, you, you, you create a great vision, you talk about your mission, but it's the strategy that becomes your behavior drivers. Like, how are you going to get to where you want to go? And if your strategy doesn't have specific daily behaviors that guide your decisions, things aren't going to go the way you want them to go. And it's the same thing with behavior change or in behavior improvement. I mean, you may not be having a bad behavior. You just want to gravitate towards something a little higher. And, and like I've always said, you got to focus on the stuff you want to see all the time, not not just constantly point out all the bad stuff or, you, you know, you, you know, the story. One person does something wrong and you tell everybody in the on the team, don't do this. And 98 percent of them didn't do it. But you, you focus on what you want from you and your team. But it's got to be ingrained in your daily behaviors. That's that's where the change really starts to come into play. So when you think about, for example, the, the good old fashioned going to a course and getting a certificate, you enroll in a course, you put in the hours of learning because yeah, you can go to a two or three day course or it could be a one hour online thing. I don't know. But you, you get this certificate, you feel good about it. And then what happens to it? Sometimes depending on the level, sometimes you frame it, sometimes you throw the book, sometimes you don't even know where it is and it just sits there and collects dust and the knowledge remains dormant. And you have to, you know, ask yourself a week or two later, like, why did I even do that? So let me give you a good four-step framework that when you're thinking about learning something that you're actually going to do, because I mean, honestly, there's things you can just learn to know it almost like on a trivia level. You just want to know it. That's fine. But what I'm talking about here is you're, if you, you notice things like your team's not performing where it should, you guys don't communicate well, you don't have good meetings, you don't um, get good feedback, which is a great sign that there is something wrong 
with your leadership if you're not hearing a lot of stuff from your team. But first thing you got to do is is before you even get into this four-step framework is you got to commit to yourself that you're, you're, you're doing this because you want a different outcome. You want to be different, a different level of you. And what that requires is for you to give yourself to whatever this is you're about to learn. I know it's kind of, it's a movie, I get it. But you think about in Jason Bourne when they asked him, will you give yourself to this program? And when you think about when you really want to change and be a different person and you kind of know in your head what you want. So here comes, you know, this particular leadership course and you're thinking, okay, that contains what I think I need or what I think my team needs. Are you willing to give yourself to that and live that? Or is it just something you're going to pull out of your back pocket when somebody asks you a question as if it's like a trivia question? Oh, here's what you should do in this situation. Because there's, you cannot get around it. If you're not living these things through daily behaviors and decisions, your team's not going to believe you and it's not going to happen. So we got to get that on the table right now that you're committed to this. You are committed to change because it is about behavior change. So step one, absorb the knowledge. This is where it begins. Attend your course, workshop, or seminar, but attend it with an open mind as if you'd never heard it before. Like really take notes, ask questions, engage with material. But you got to remember, this is just a start. It's not about, I mean, look, I'm sure you're a very intelligent person listening to this and you can figure stuff out if you're just told it. But I mean, really embrace it, like seeing yourself with this knowledge doing it. But the step two is to reflect and relate. So after the course, take time to reflect on what you've learned. How does it relate to your current role or life? What challenges can it address? Make those connections between the new knowledge and your daily experiences, because a lot of times when you take a full course, there's a lot of it you're already doing. So, and there's some of it, it's like, oh, well, I can just kind of add this one piece or this two two pieces to what I'm already doing and, and I'm pretty good. So when you compare it to like just getting a certificate, you think about if, if you're just without the reflection or relating, that's why your certificate just kind of sits there because there's nothing changing. So you really want to look at this behavior, what you just learned and say, how, how do I fit in here? What am I already good at? What can I just add to it? And what do I think that's going to change? Because once you have that, now you can go to step three and really start setting some clear goals here to turn that knowledge into action. You can set clear, achievable goals, define what behaviors you want to change or improve. And that's the thing is when you're looking at your team, instead of saying, I'm frustrated with Bill, you really need to start saying is, I'm frustrated with what Bill does, meaning that particular behavior. That's what you're trying to change. You're not trying to change Bill as a person. And I know what you're saying. I'm like, no, I want Bill to be different. I get it. But you want his behavior to be different. That's what you're really after. So you have to set your clear goals with behavior change. If you see the running theme here, it's all about behavior. If that doesn't change, nothing else is gonna. So if you can zero in on what is the actual thing I want to change, that is where you'll get your best results of changing a behavior. And by the way, you have such a better conversation with somebody when you're talking about the behavior and not the person. So if you do have to have a hard talk, that's what you focus on. You don't say, Bill, here, I got a problem with you. You, you say, hey, Bill, when this behavior happens, here's how it affects the team or the customer, or just that one coworker, or me, and th this is you know the resulting things that happen. So if we could just change that, you could be so much more effective. So focus in on helping Bill change his behavior, not accusing Bill of being a bad person. So step four, take incremental action because, and, and what I mean is, it's just a one step at a time thing. You're not going to quote unquote just transform yourself or someone else from one point 
all the way to the other point that you wanted in one shot. You think again, think about progress, think about little wins so you can monitor how that's going. You can get good feedback from that. You can refine your approach and how you're doing it. That's how you're going to get that done. You, you can't just declare your entire team's going to change everything because it's not going to happen. So when you think about the changes you want to make, whether it's with you or whether it's with your team or just one person, it all works the same. Start with little tiny changes and work from there. Because in the end, the difference lies in the action. But you're not going to have the action without behavior change, little daily behavior changes. It's just not going to happen. So when you follow this four-step framework, you're not only going to gain the knowledge, but you're actually going to start seeing the transformation happen. The certificates are nice. They're commendable. But the, the truth, the true measure of success and the impact on your team is changed behavior. Behavior, and that's what you got to go out and do. So again, the four-step framework, you really got to want to absorb the knowledge, not just to understand it, but really absorb it. Number two, reflect and relate. How does it impact you? What are you already good at? What what does what are the few things that you can just add to or stop doing and a couple of things you can start doing and get a little bit better? From that, you can start setting clear goals on what behaviors need to change and then take incremental action, little wins. That's how you get it done. It is all got to be about behavior change. So next time you're getting ready to take some kind of development course, ask yourself, is this going to change my behavior? And more importantly, are you going to change your behavior? Because without that, you don't really have change at all. So what did we learn today? How did you grow just a little bit? Or more importantly, how can you help someone else grow? That's the whole point of Leadership Lifestyle Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, hit that subscribe button. Tell all your colleagues and friends and neighbors all about the show. Give us comments, feedback, things like that. We will grow together and we will see you next week on the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast.